What's up, everybody? Welcome back to God, Drugs, Laughs. I am your host, Rob Christie. So thankful that you are joining us today. If you could subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, share, like, tell your mama, tell your neighbor, tell your daddy, tell your daddy's friends, whoever you know, that would be awesome. We're trying to get the word out about God, Drugs, Laughs a little more. So thankful for your commitment and that you're here. means a lot, more than you know. So this week I am going on a vacation. As you know, I'm a teacher, so we have off the summer, but I work the uh, camp that our school puts on. So we are about off, and then I'm going to take a little bit of a rest. So didn't want to miss putting out a episode, as I promised. I drop one every week. So this one's a little bit different. I was going to drop this as a bonus app, but it's, um, it's, it's really good. <laughs> so one of my students, his name is Archer, is on this podcast, and he has always fascinated me since he's been one of my students. So oh, I wanted to introduce him to you all. Now, we had to record this on site at the uh, school campus, so the audio is pretty bad. Even had one of the microphones fall down <laughs> during uh, the recording because, um, you know, transporting and trying to set up a new studio in about 10 minutes doesn't always go well, but hopefully you can get past that. Um, one of the things I really try to do my best on is provide the best audio because I don't want there to be any distractions. So pretty much all the bad audios in the beginning and then, you know, after that, it's pretty good. We also had a live audience for this recording, so you'll hear some of the kiddos in the background. But without further ado, I want to introduce to you Archer. And now, let's get to know our guest. Hello, this is God Drugs Laughs, and I'm here with my main man, Archer. Archer, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling quite good. I'm excited about this uh, podcast. Yeah. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? Where were you born? I'm 12. I was born in Houston, Texas in 2009. Who's the best teacher you've ever had? Uh, Mr. Rob. Mr. Rob. <laughs> Good choice. Thank you. Well, you are definitely one of the funnest students we have. So you and I have a lot of inside jokes. We play around. Yes. And uh, you still owe me a paper from last year. You, you do know that, right? Oh, dang. <laughs> you keep thinking you got out of it, right? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, All right. Well, tell us something interesting. You always have a lot of good information. So what's something interesting about life that you can tell us? Interesting about life. Well, recently, I don't know if you've heard, but the James Webb Space Telescope went up, and there are some really cool pictures. I saw them, yeah. And actually, the way, even if like you've never seen the pictures before, um, if you want to tell the difference easily between a Hubble and a James Webb Space Telescope, is the Hubble has four spike-clone stars, while the James Webb Space Telescope has eight. Because of its um, support structure and, of course, the fact that it is a hexagonal mirror. And so that creates six points. But there's also the support struts, which add two other points because the 
most of the support struts except two fall in line with the um, shine of the mirrors. Yeah, interesting. So some people are complaining about the images that have come back. Do you think they're good enough for the money that was put into it? Yes, they're very beautiful. Although yeah. you, they're all in IR, you can actually... They actually took this picture of a large galaxy, but the large galaxy wasn't what was important. There was this tiny red dot around it. That's because the um, the galaxy bends gravity, so actually it bends the light to come towards you, so you can actually see a tiny red dot that is a galaxy 13.8 billion light years away. And what was it? I heard that what we're seeing is what it looked like 250 billion light yeah, years ago. Yeah. Or? We're, t- we're seeing stuff from a long time ago. Yeah. So that, so the farther away we look, the older it is. So that little galaxy is showing us stuff from billions of years ago. Mm. It's a it's a very early galaxy. And without that large galaxy magnifying light, we would never have been able to see it with with the James Webb Space Telescope or any telescope for that matter, because yeah. it's just so tiny and dim. So you do believe the Earth is round? Is that what you're saying? Um, <laughs> I believe the Earth is a cube. A cube? Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, like Minecraft. Yeah, I haven't heard that theory, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, because nobody thinks that, and I don't think that the Earth is a cube. I think it is round. Yeah, I know. Just joking with you. So, I ask people on my show a lot, do you believe aliens are real, extraterrestrials? Believe that they are possible. Sure. Believe that they're most likely going to be bacteria or early fish-like beings. And why is this? Because they just take less time to develop. You just need a good bit of luck in order to, one, you need a galaxy with not a lot of supernovas because then that would destroy your, your planet. It would just obliterate it. So you need a galaxy like the Milky Way that doesn't have a lot of um, supernovas or black holes roaming around. You also need water that's in a liquid form that is stable for a long period of time. You also need just just so happen to have a lot of carbon and you need it to have to be you need to have to be able to come out. You need to be able to form into organic compounds. And also if you want higher beings, more complex beings, you're going to need to be very lucky that there is an earthquake that just so happens to spill out a ton of calcium. Yeah. Because before like before a few billion years ago, there wasn't very much calcium in the water, so you wouldn't have been able to build shells, armor plating, teeth, or bones. Oh, Everything okay. would have to be gelatinous. And if you want something quite complex, you're going to need some sort of structure, which is often made by calcium and its forms, like calcium carbonate. We're kind of lucky, you know? We just mm-hmm. happen to have all these things, and the plant has to be in the right spot. It has to be the right size. It has to be... In the right ga- it has to be in a good galaxy. There's just so many things that have to come together in order to build complex life. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about all the compounds. Like a blueberry has like so many chemicals in it. All of those chemicals have to be present 
Yeah. In order for that to happen. And I like blueberries. Do you? Yeah, because they're full of like, I don't know, like 182 chemicals. I don't know. <laughs> so but, tell us, uh, what are some things you like to do in your spare time? I like to play video games. Um, I like to play video games. I like to play with my magnets. I also like to um, mess around with the settings on computers. Mm-hmm. That's also a very fun hobby for me to like see what I can do. Yeah. Things. That's cool. So I have, what if I said I had proof of extraterrestrials? I would ask, where is it? Well, I shouldn't say I do. There's a documentary out there about aliens, extraterrestrials, where he has a bunch of government employees and a bunch of people who are in the military, like colonels, like higher rankings. And they come out and they actually talk about how they had interactions with extraterrestrials. And I think what makes this documentary different is you do have these high-ranking you know government people high-ranking military folks who feel safe enough now to come out and say there is there are extraterrestrials they talk about how they usually come around when you know there's something to do with uh, the atom bomb and things like that because they're concerned about that because that could infect their environments as well and they say that they're friendly but there are people in our world who don't want to make contact with them because they're afraid that if they do make contact, the um, advancement in technology will be so swift that we won't need things like military you know, um, products that we make, tanks and all these airplanes and people who make money off of the you know, military complex type of idea. So what do you say about that? I know you'd have to watch it. It's kind of off the cuff, but... Well, I would ask, why haven't other countries also found out, uh, done, found out about these things? Why haven't other countries come out? And there are. There are on that documentary. I was just using ours as an example, but there are other countries, other officials. Um, And I think it's fascinating that our military... They're releasing things now that we're seeing that they can't explain, right? Like these videos of these pilots that are like, do you see that thing over there? I don't know what it is. And it's like going at crazy hyperspeed and going up and down and, you know, disappearing before. Like some they can bombers get eyes on are like talking about the fact that they have seen gremlins on their ships. But Wait, also, what, what is that? I haven't heard that. Yeah, story. like, the, like the, I think the Beach 52 bomber. Uh-huh. They're having a big problem with... Uh, People thought there were gremlins on their ship. But there's also, it's also sometimes explained away by the fact that the B-52 bomber also just happens to make a lot of racket all Mm. the time. And also, these people have been not in contact with other human beings for like many, many hours, potentially days. Right. And Probably up a lot of that time. Sometimes they drink beforehand and stuff like that. They're also, um, they're also probably, there's also the altitude. Mm-hmm. The lack of oxygen could also cause you to think that kind of stuff. Yeah. So but, they say gremlins, just like little things crawling around. Yeah. Noise. Messing with their controls. Because sometimes the B-52 power will just 
suddenly do weird things and just crash into the ground for no reason. That's crazy. I haven't heard of that. It'll, well, people will think it just goes out of control sometimes. Yeah. And one explanation is gremlins yeah. <laughs> are getting into the ship, tearing off the front plating of the ship and messing with the internals in the front of the ship. Also could be rats, right? <laughs> well, I don't think they'd be able to hold on on the yeah. outside of a moving B-52 bomber. That'd be very hard to do. And also, I don't think they can rip metal into pieces. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to rip open the casing. Yeah, so I'm taking this conversation to a different area. But any of these, like, Sasquatch, Chupacabras, what, oh, yeah. do you believe in any of those things? Or what are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm from Texas, and I've heard plenty about the Chupacabra. Mm-hmm. And my mom's belief about it is that they're coyotes, starving coyotes. There's this disease that causes them to lose all of their hair. Mm. That happens to them sometimes. They get a disease and they start acting wildly and they lose all of the hair on their body and they start to begin to starve as well. That's interesting. And with the Sasquatch, I mean... Uh, you, some of the most common videos of the Sasquatch, if you stabilize the area, you get a really big um, human and a gorilla suit vibe when you look at it. It's like very humanoid, mm-hmm. average walking when you stabilize it. But when it's, when, when it's shaken, it does look kind of like some sort of unknown monkey being. Yeah. I mean, the famous video, I'm sure you've seen Yeah. That. You know, they've... I don't think all of them, but one of them come out, have, has come out and said, yeah, you know, we kind of yeah. staged that. You know, I wrote a song about meeting a Sasquatch. You, you did? want to hear a little bit? Sure. Sasquatch! Sasquatch! That was pretty much it. Ah. Yeah. But it was, it was fun. Yeah. We, we acted like we saw a Sasquatch. What, are, what about Slender Man? Now, that one creeps me out. I'm not saying I believe in it at all, but just the images. And, very creepy. Yeah. Seems to me... Like, it's uh, a shadow. And also, like, if you've heard about, like, the orbs in photos, mm-hmm. my mom's a photographer, and that's called a lens flare. I know. I it's see just a lens flare. Yeah. Any point of light could cause that. Literally any point of light at the good, at a, some angle on the camera will just make that easy peasy. Yeah. So you're saying you don't believe in ghosts? I would say I do not. It's lack of evidence. Yeah, lack of evidence. Yeah. Have you ever had anything happen to you? No. You thought? Yeah. I haven't had too many. I, I shared one time where I lived with my grandmother, and I was following her into a room. And then when I got in there, she wasn't in there. But I know I followed somebody in there. Um, but obviously that can be explained away pretty quickly <laughs> by certain things. But, yeah. I just I, I like spooky things, I think. So I like talking about that stuff. Yeah, they're fun. Like, ghost ships can easily be explained away by, like, ocean currents. That's actually how they found out where all the ocean currents went. He, they, there was this whole board in England where you, would, you could report where you saw a ghost ship, and then you, people could just follow them with the sightings and see where all the ocean currents is. That's actually where we discovered the current. The, that's where we discovered the cross-Atlantic current. That's how we oh. discovered it. I did not know that. Because ships that we knew were launched at um, in the Caribbean, in the 
near Cuba and mm-hmm. in Florida ended up crashing somewhere in like mis- crashing somewhere in the Gulf and then we noticed that they appeared up in northern England hmm. and throughout the Caribbean and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's how we found out about the currents. Yeah, that's cool. Well, Archer, I know you got to go on to your next thing. Maybe we'll make some more time to sit down. This has been fun. I know I'm mm-hmm. designated your teacher, but I learned just as much from you about things in life. So I appreciate you, and thanks for coming on the show a little bit. Thanks for letting me on. Holler. Archer, can you say holler? Holler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was one of my students, Archer. It was really off the cuff. So, you know, we were talking about some wacky things. So I really want to have Archer back on so we can talk about some interesting topics and you can get to know him a lot better. So I want to share one last story before we go on this shortened podcast episode. Now, this is an embarrassing story for me personally, but For your entertainment, I will share it. So, you may not know this, but I have an older brother and an older sister, which makes me the youngest in my family. Growing up was difficult. If you're number three in line, you understand what I mean. My brother would beat me up often. He was six years older than me, which was, you know, I appreciate now. He made me tougher. My sister, however would beat me up as well. She's three years older than me, so, you know, she's a little bigger. She could put some good punches to my face, to my midsection, to my arm, to my back, wherever she desired to punch, really, is where she punched me. But I got to an age one time where I said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm not taking it anymore. Now, I didn't say this in regards to my brother because obviously he could still beat me up. But I said, you know what? I could beat up my sister now. We're about the same size. So next time she messes with me, I'm going to give it to her. I'm going to punch her as hard as I can. And I'm not going to stop until she says, okay, okay, you're stronger. You're better. You can, you can beat me up. You know, things like that. I forget how old we were. I think I was 20 and she was 23. Just kidding. Um, I was probably trying to remember seven, maybe eight. And so the time came where she did try to attack me. It was a cool day. This is back when you would spend your time on the weekends hanging outside with all your friends. And we lived in a neighborhood where there were a lot of kids. So we had about 25, 30 kids out in our front yard and we were playing, doing stuff. We played baseball. I think at this time we were all just kind of getting water. And so I saw a pogo stick. It's my pogo stick. And so I went over and I grabbed the pogo stick and I started bouncing all over the place. It's kind of what you do with the pogo stick, right? And so as I'm doing this, my sister makes a comment. I have no idea what she said. I can't remember, but it was probably something like, you're dumb. 
you're stupid, you're fat, things like that, which she would normally say. You can judge her if you want. I really don't care, as you'll tell at the end of the story. This is why my heart is this way. And so she said what she said, and I immediately stopped my pogo bouncing. I gently set the pogo stick to the side, and I said, it's go time. And I walked over to her and I said, no more. No more. And I could tell she was kind of frightened because she had never seen this type of anger, this type of intensity from her little brother before. And at this time, all the neighborhood kids knew it was about to go down. And so they gathered up. This is going to be one for the ages. I thought, you know, this is just like back in the Coliseum days. The crowd is cheering and I'm going to beat the crap out of my sister. I don't plan on killing her, obviously, but I do plan on giving her a good beating. And so we square up and I reach back and I throw a haymaker as hard as I can with my right fist. And before it connects... She punches me right in the nose. Then she punches me on the temple. And then she punches me in my mouth. And she punches me on the top of the head. And then she throws me on the ground and she begins stomping me and kicking me as the Coliseum crowd, better known as our neighborhood friends, are cheering on. Yeah, get him! Get him! And there I lay. When she finally shows me mercy and walks away. And I said, how dare you! How dare you do something so heinous to me? And so I ran over to my pogo stick. I jumped back on and I pogo sticked out of there as the neighborhood friends were laughing at me. To this day, I have never defeated my sister in a battle, but I want her to know Karen. Yeah, she's a Karen. It's coming. I'm bigger than you stronger than you now so you never know it could be Halloween when we gather up could be Thanksgiving could be Christmas but it's coming and I want you to be scared because you should be scared okay y'all pray for me I obviously have some some resentments against my sister about that but we're gonna get over that well that's it for this short episode of God Drugs Laughs this week we'll have another Hour-long episode next week. Hope you all are doing well. Also, I started a YouTube page. So if you could go and subscribe to that, that would be a huge help. I'm trying to load a video every day. So if you want to keep up with me, that would be the place to do it. It is called The Crazy Beautiful Life of Rob Christie. So if you go to YouTube, log in. And go to The Crazy Beautiful Life of Rob Christie and subscribe there. And you'll be able to see my daily videos. I would appreciate it. And I appreciate all of you. And look forward to next week. Hope you guys have an amazing few days until we see or hear each other again. Yeah.